Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Pixar's Lightyear hits movie theaters today about the iconic Toy Story character Buzz Lightyear, who of course was named after real-life NASA astronaut Buzz Aldrin, the second man on the moon after Neil Armstrong. I spoke to Aldrin when he published his 2016 memoir, No Dream is Too High, Life Lessons from a Man Who Walked on the Moon. You'll even hear him say the famous movie line to infinity and beyond. Mr. Aldrin, it's an absolute pleasure and honor to speak with you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah. Are you guys at that place called the Washington Establishment? You know, I almost moved there, but uh, I, I couldn't navigate my way around all those streets. And besides, the taxes are too high. Uh, <laughs> my retirement comes from the Air Force. Uh, there's no retirement from NASA. But I can't say the same thing for congressmen. They put in one tour and look at the wonderful retirement they get by voting <laughs> it to themselves. Things have to stop doing that. And it affects the space program, too. We have the government designing rockets in competition with the private sector. And I may have been okay with Werner von Braun to get to the moon, but not with uh, such talent coming along as we have now, uh, we can subsidize, we can, and, and they'll be the first ones to get back into space for the U.S. again. Right now, we are paying the Russian space program to get our people up into a $100 billion space station that we we sort of built. We sponsored it. Other people are using it. You can handle the moon, but not Washington gridlock. That says something. But no, Los Angeles is pretty bad, too. So <laughs> I'm, I moved to Florida. The taxes are much more lower. And, you know, half of my life I've been paying taxes in California. What would you like to see? The, I mean, you mentioned it before we get in the book. What would you like to see the government do in terms of funding for, for the space program? A little more than one half a percent. But we got a big debt. You know, we've made some... Uh, errors in the past in the space program. We wouldn't be in the pickle we're in now, but we're only given a little bit of money, and actually we're spending it on the wrong things because that's all we can afford. We need to fix things. We need to change a lot about NASA, but it's not in the news. Uh, and, and I think it should be in the news. It is the inspiration for the world and for our people to be educated better. We're not at the top anymore in educating our young people. We don't want more funding for the federal government to tell us what to do in education. The state should be doing that. The local community should be doing that. We'll have standards that people need to make, and that's correct. But how they make them and who they make them with 
shouldn't be decided by Washington, D.C. Gotcha. Once that funding does come in, how would you like to see NASA spend it? Like, what, what missions would you like to see? Obviously, Mars is the hot topic by everybody, but what would you like to see? Well, um, I redefined uh, a cycling spaceship as a permanent orbit of one or more gravitational fields. And since the design of a cycling spaceship is going to carry us from Earth to Mars, we can uh, have something that looks very much like it in uh, Earth orbit and in lunar orbit, a smart lunar orbit, not the ones that people have been thinking of. Uh, And then we're going to get the public used to cycling pathways to Mars. That's the name of uh, my, my program. And it's a continuous It's sequential, evolutionary, and it gets us where we really want to go. But we learn to do things, you know, not to to grow food. We can do that in simulated Mars, but we need to put things together from uh, a distance. We can practice that. We can design a base and and then uh, see that it is built by other people the way it should be built. And they may be the ones that build the things at Mars and land them there while we uh, emphasize the transportation system that is so essential to get people uh, from Earth to Mars. And we need refueling to do that. And if we use that refueling at the moon also, which people haven't been thinking about, we can make uh, other, other nations able to go to the moon much, much better than Apollo. Now, those are new, innovative ideas. We need people that can think with some imagination, think out of the box. That's what I pride myself in. My middle initial, well, my middle name is uh, Innovation, Buzz (laughs) Innovation Aldrin. Not many people Uh, knew that. (laughs) Well, I was going to make it Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Aldrin, but... Um, I believe he was named I, after you. I'd I, have to get permission, yeah. see. Uh, now, of course, they didn't get my permission to use right. my name. What are your thoughts on that sort of being sort of the pop culture legacy? I mean, they got he wasn't named, you know, Armstrong Lightyear. It was Buzz Lightyear. You're going to live on forever in that regard, too, with kids and for generations to come. To infinity and beyond. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's pretty good. I, uh, I helped brief him before he went into orbit on the space station. Uh, I was in parades for him. Awesome. Um, but that's about all I got. Take that, Tim Allen. All right, well, let's get to the book real quick. Um, so it's called No Dream is Too High, and it's sort of your you know list of principles, your values, sort of looking back at life and s- advice, sort of life lessons for people. Um, one of them is, of course, second comes right after first, since you were the second on the moon. How does, how does that sort of translate to life as well? You don't get everything you want the first time around. But don't walk away with a sad look in your face. Try, try again. You know, um, if that's what you really want to do, put your biggest effort into doing what you want to do. And I got more education, and I learned how to do things that NASA needed, so they didn't need uh, a person with test pilot training. Mm-hmm. Now, I was the first person to leave NASA. Guess where they <laughs> sent me? not coming into cadets at the Air Force Academy where I'd been for two years. No, I didn't know anything about uh, test pilots because they didn't go through the school. That's where they assigned me to be commandant of the test pilot school. Been away from the Air Force 11 years. 
that's not too wise. <laughs> so I gave it a one year and then uh, tried to figure out where I fit in with inherited tendencies for depression led to alcoholism. Well, you got to fix the alcoholism first. I have 37 years of sobriety right now. Congrats. And I've switched my attention to making space better, making the U.S. position in space better. I took an oath to serve my country. That's what guided me uh, throughout all my life. Look at how lucky I have been uh, to be on Earth at this time. Uh, my mother was born the year the Wright brothers flew. My father's an aviation pioneer. Uh, I got to fly in combat uh, after witnessing World War II. Uh, I was on uh, alert with nuclear weapons in Europe. I got selected because of my scuba diving as somebody to train uh, underwater for space walking. Then I got to be on the first crew that went to the moon. And what am I doing now? I'm preparing for the next big mission. We have to do some things at the moon, but I'm preparing for the Americans to be the first people to get that footprint, the first man, the second man, the third man, the fourth man. You know, what difference does it make? Yeah. We, we need to have handle uh, custom and proprietary, but we need to work together as a team. Neil and I were a team. We sure were. Definitely. I'm sure you've, you've been asked a zillion times since getting back from that historic mission. Have you distilled <laughs> in, into a, a single answer of what it was like to look back and see Earth, you know, smaller than your thumb, the opposite look that, that we all get? Have you, you know, have you come down to a single way to describe it? Or have, I'm sure you're asked all the time. Innovation, determination, dedication, set an objective, put a time on it and have a plan. That's what you need to do. I have a plan, I have a time, and the destination is Mars by 2040, by cycling pathways to Mars. We can do it. You heard it from Buzz Aldrin. Thank you so much for, for taking the time, and um, it's an absolute honor. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.